God morning, listeners. God morning. I tell you, the Holy Spirit has a lot to say to you today. Ooh, I can't wait to pray. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is going to be all about us. Listen to the words today. Apply them in your life as quickly as you can. And then get on with the rest of your day. Because God is here to bless you. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Touch Magazine has a lot to say. It says, God is the ultimate giver, and in gratitude, we are to imitate him. As he provides us with material wealth and possessions, we become channels through whom he blesses others and carries out his work on earth. Becoming a generous person begins with biblical thinking. Remember that our Heavenly Father's goodness and love, which prompted Him to send His Son to die in our place, He did this to provide us with the riches of eternal life. Acknowledge that God owns all the world's resources, and whatever you have is a gift from His hand. Release your grip on earthly wealth. Then trust the Lord to meet your needs and share generously. Realize that the church is a means not only for spreading the gospel, but also for helping the needy and supporting those in ministry. And church just means a gathering of people with a like mindset believing in God. Invest your time, your talent, and treasure in God's kingdom. As followers of Christ, we are to give faithfully to those in need. By generously offering back a portion of all the Lord has given us, We will experience genuine joy, genuine peace, and genuine security. These blessings are of far greater value than anything the material world has to offer. Most of us know that salvation Our sins are forgiven. God gives us an eternal life. But much more accompanies our redemption. We receive a new nature, a power over sin, and a renewed mind. These qualities require development, which happens through knowledge of scripture, 
submission to the Spirit, and diligent effort on our part. It is a good idea to periodically evaluate whether our thinking, our attitudes, and our behavior are in line with God's character and the truths of Scripture. Also, we should take note of what absorbs our attention. It is not healthy to overload our mind with media reports or any entertainment that doesn't reflect God's values. Regular exposure to such material can easily produce anxiety, discontent, and ingratitude. The Apostle Paul gave us a measuring stick to help us determine what is worthy of our attention. This is why I love In Touch Magazine, truly. It teaches. Paul said to dwell on whatever is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and worthy of praise. And that's in Philippians chapter 4. With the help of the Holy Spirit, we can filter our thoughts through this list. So ask yourself, what fills my mind? And give priority to the things in these categories. Things that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and worthy of praise. As your thoughts align with Christ, you will begin to recognize what is right, what is good, and what is wise. And your life will more closely reflect His. I love it. And our lives will more closely reflect his. Amen. Amen. God calls his children to live holy lives. Yet in our attempts to obey this command, we often commit to change our behavior only to fail a few days later. The problem is that we are starting at the wrong place. Ungodly actions flow from sinful thoughts and attitudes like selfishness, greed, jealousy, anger, resentment, and unforgiveness. These can be changed only as our mind is renewed by the Holy Spirit. As we spend time each day in Scripture, that means reading your Bible, the Spirit transforms our mind and strengthens our inner being. But when we neglect God's Word, we leave ourselves wide open to the influence of the world and our flesh, both of which 
oppose godliness. If we try to change our behavior without adjusting our thinking, we will find ourselves doing precisely what we want to avoid. Let me repeat that. If we try to change our behavior without adjusting our thinking, we'll find ourselves doing precisely what we want to avoid. Holiness, on the other hand, encompasses our entire being, which is why Jesus said that we should love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. It's a lifelong process that requires learning God's thoughts and adopting them as our own. Then, as the Spirit develops within us the mind of Christ, our actions will become increasingly holy. Amen. That is what we pray. You can study Mark chapter 12 to guide you. So Jesus said that we should love God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. If you ever feel tight and overwhelmed or stress is coming on, just say the Our Father. That opens it up. That brings you into communion with God. And he will give you his attention right away. Guaranteed. I promise. Okay, so I've got more notes, more to share from class. <laughs> okay, it's all helping us on our journey. All right, most of us think, why doesn't God just flat out give us the desires of our heart? He knows what they are. But to seek and knock means that we have to be in constant prayer with him. When you are in constant prayer, you are in relationship with God. The day you humble yourself before God, really bow down and surrender to him, your whole life changes. Praying aligns us with God's perfect timing. When we are in his presence, we are blessed. 
and really good, good things happen. God reveals everything to us and sometimes it hurts. If he gives you a challenge, it is because he wants you to give it back to him. Take the bone out of the chicken. Be that soft and that malleable to God. Ask for God's protection. He said, ask and you shall receive. So why are so many of us scared to ask for everything we want? Stay with me, listeners. We are to ask for everything we want. The Bible shows us how people asked for his help. And help leads to growth. Okay. Here's a challenge. Close your eyes. Think of something that you prayed for last year. Mm -hmm. See, you got it. When we pray fervently and in obedience, you will always get what you want. Notice the word always. I'm not a teacher, listeners. I'm a vessel that channels God's messages. And I love being in that position. Think about what you prayed for last year. Anything. Anything. And you got it. I pray and I believe that. I believe what I'm saying. So you are very much praying with me through our journey in life. And I feel it is getting better. My relationships are, my relationships, my relationship singular is better with God. And I feel like I am only halfway there. But I am the holdup. Our God is awesome. We know humanity has a value because when it is taken away, we mourn it and see how it is that sin takes the innocent lives. Humanity has a value because when it is taken away, we mourn. It is sin that takes 
innocent lives. And what we do, oh, that's a sin. And after that, we say, poor, poor child. We say, oh, he was under the possession of the devil. Under possession, yes. How did the devil get in? Because there was a window. The devil got in. We have to cling to God now. Cling close because the devil is growing larger in number. Evil is all around us. And it is sad to say that evil is all around us. So listeners, we as us are so blessed because we are under God's umbrella and at a time when it is most important. So keep building that relationship from God. Okay? And this is where he took over my pen. (laughs) Keep building. My spirit said to keep building because God sees that we are. We are on course. We are on path. We are okay. God is peace. So we can calm down. When you are in peace, that is how you know you are with God. We have God's DNA. That's heavy. Anyone age 18 to 27, and again, this is God's instruction. Please spread the word among your peers. Just plant the seed. God is calling you. All of us listening today are called So we stand together in unison on that. And that is why we are here. Not because we do not know God. We're here because we do. And we want to be experts in salvation. I mean, God even sends angels to help us to guide us, to look over us. You've used the phrase, phrase, oh, she's an angel, or he's an angel, such a doll. Live your life so that someone wants to call you an angel. And if you've been called one, be very proud of that. 
If you are called an angel, it must mean that you are acting like an angel. Think about it. If we try to act like angels, our life would be following the exact path that God wants us to be on. Wow. Save me, Lord. Save me. If you feel guilty about anything, that means that you know what is right to do. It's true. So we pray, God, save me from temptation. Save me from harm. Save me from my enemies. Save me from illness. Save me from pain. I find this information fascinating, listeners. And I love to have feelings about a certain thing. I really like being happy. Just being happy. So let's start there. I'm here to tell you today that from my relationship with God, I am able to feel happy a lot. And we want to be happy at all times, don't we? Seek first the kingdom of God and all things will be revealed to you. Amen. I want to leave you with this. Remember to forgive others so that your prayers will not be hindered. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Before we ask God to forgive our sins, we need to search our hearts and first forgive anyone that we have held grudges against. God forgives us based on our forgiveness towards others. When we do not forgive, we are living in any type of sin that we have not repented for. It does hinder our prayers and it does weaken our relationship with God. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him 
because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, love one another as he has commanded. And when we ask for God's protection, which is, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, we pray that God protects us from evil and strengthens us so that we can overcome temptation. We need his power and his strength to prevail. We cannot overcome sin on our own self-control or our own strength, but only through the self-control that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So we pray through God's strength that we overcome and resist temptation. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me today. Maybe rewind this one and play it again. Let it sink in your psyche. Have a wonderful day. It has already been blessed. Bye for now.